Welcome, St. Louis. Welcome back to Audio Inc. I am Kara the Lesbian. And I am Pookie Jones. Are you? I, well, I try. Don't lie to my face. I am Brian <laughs> Pookie Jones Smith. <laughs> I introduce you. Not, I don't introduce you, but I tell people your name. I'm like, it's Pookie, Pookie, Pookie this, Pookie that. And they're like, is that like your boyfriend or something? I'm like, no, <laughs> stupid. I'm gay. Come on. It's just Pookie. <laughs> it's just Pookie. I'm just talking about Pookie. Welcome to Audio Inc. We got a lot of good stuff for you today. Um, got a couple really fucking awesome guests. Uh, Jeff from The Poor is going to be here. Um, we also have... I mean, pretty much a local celebrity. Big 100%. Dave. Big Dave is going to be here, um, owner of the Ink Spot and a lot of other things. He's got all the irons in the fire, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, a lot of cool stuff coming to St. Louis this week, this weekend, too. The balloon race is going to be here um, the 17th through the 20th, I think, Forest Park. You going? Uh, yeah, I went last year. Did it you? was really fun. Really fun and uh, free. It's really scary, though. It's spooky. Why is it scary? I don't know. Cause I, I, Are you afraid like, of balloons? Like clowns? I don't, I don't think I'm afraid of balloons, but it's like you don't realize how big those fucking things are until you're right up next to them. And then there's just fire everywhere and it's hot. <laughs> it's just like, a, I, don't, I don't understand it. It kind of <laughs> freaks me out because I don't get it. Like, how is it on fire? You know? It's not on fire. I mean. It's hot air. Hot air rises. Yeah. You know, when they yeah. do the thing yeah, yeah. and then there's the fire, though. Yeah, but that just heats up the air. So the balloon rises. But how does it not burn? You well, know? It's not touching the, the. But it's hot. I can feel it from far away. And then they got the wooden basket there. Like, well, the fire's not on the wooden basket. I know, but it's just a whole hazard. It's science. <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> it's witchcraft. Come on. I don't trust it. It's weird. Whatever. <laughs> We'll get back to that some other time. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? If you're a basic bitch, you wear flannels, you got kids, go to the Apple Fest over at Eckert's. Pick your own apples for $20,000 a bag. Wait, hold on. Do you have to be a basic bitch? Can you mm -hmm. just be a regular one? I mean, I'm, you know, pumpkin spice latte, ladies. I actually, I went to uh, Starbucks yesterday. Yeah. And I do this thing where I have the baristas make me their favorite drink because I don't like to pick ever. Is that a like, way of flirting? No. Okay. I, I'm just very indecisive. And um, so I walk up to the barista and I say, um, give me a venti iced whatever you something, want. your favorite, whatever. And she made me this drink. I don't know what the hell it was. It was like apple crisp something. And I usually hate apple stuff, but it was so damn good. But see, I was like, let me throw on my flannel and my boots and jump in a pile of leaves. Oh, it's fall, y'all. Did you ever figure out what it is so you can order it again? Or? I, I was apple crisp something. I don't know. I'll never order it again. I never order the same thing twice. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. You risk, I like new things. You risk it all. Now, uh, just with coffee. Never with food. Okay. Gotcha. I could never travel abroad ever. Ever? Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Spooky. Ever, ever, ever. The language barrier freaks me out. Because I, you know, I want to know what you're saying to me. And I'm not bilingual at all. Uh, I, I like, I, no way. I'm lost. Absolutely not. And I want, I want to know what you're saying to me. I want to be able to communicate with you and the food. I can't do the food, man. Uh, I couldn't do like, you know, you're ordering at a restaurant in yes. Rome. 
and you want to order something, but you don't know what the hell it is. You can't read this menu. Sure. Oh my God, what am I ordering? I don't know. And you order this and you say, you ask the waiter, what is it? He doesn't know what you're saying. He doesn't know. I don't speak Italian, you know? And they bring you out a whole fucking squid on a plate. What? <laughs> I don't want that. Extreme much? I Jesus don't want that. Christ. Exactly what I'm saying. Like, I don't want that. Where's my, where's, well, can I get a chicken nugget? I think most of those places, they have a little bit of English or they have ways you can figure out what it is. I don't know, man. Spooky. It's, it's all scary to me. Haven't you ever seen Taken? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm a, I'm a black male. They, I was gonna not say, gonna take me, you know, that's so. different. It's different for you. Chappelle said itself, "We are poor bargaining chips." Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up! I'm gonna throw something at you. Hey, Chappelle said it. I didn't. I'm just following his lead. I just happen to agree. Oh, man, so I went out last night. Obviously, no, oh, you did. I know. I went out for my wife had her ten year class reunion. Um. And then we ended up, I didn't know any of these people. You know, I go, I go to this class reunion and I made a whole bunch of friends, like a lot of friends. Right on. And I invited them all to the gay bars afterwards because we were going to go to the drag show, which, um, speaking for future terms, I found a drag queen that would love to come on the show. Cool. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I think that would be so fun. That's entertainment. Art and entertainment. It's an art. Like, could you imagine? It'd be like anyone oh, else here. I can't wait. It would be like anything else here. I don't remember her name, but his, her. I, Drag queen, it's her. Okay. So I don't remember her name, but um, no. So we went to the gay bars and it was a great time. And um, my wife went to Lindbergh High School and um, there was all these girls there you know, that had never been to a gay bar before and these drag queens. Oh my God. These girls were freaking out. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> Like, you know, you're supposed to give the drag queens tips or whatever while they're performing. And so Jules and I always cash out like 20 bucks in ones. Like we're going to a strip club, you know. So I handed these girls like two bucks, whatever. I was like, you got to go in front and tip the queens. And no, oh, my God, I can't do that. And they were like freaked out, genuinely freaked out at these drag queens. How old are these girls? They're Jules's age. So 28 ish a little, a little too old to be acting that way i think but i'm a cougar <laughs> i robbed the cradle oh you okay you're I mean, 33 mm -hmm. i am i'm just kidding jesus <laughs> i feel like i'm her age though like i don't know it's weird being my age you i feel like i'm 21 i don't feel 33 i mean today i feel 33 <laughs> today i feel 53 i feel your age easy i'm not 53 I'll be taking taking a year away from my life. Fifty two. I can't believe. Can you believe that? I can't. I can't. Um. I am sick of talking to you. So I want to bring in someone else. Can we? Can we? Bring I in? do. I um. I have never met Jeff, so he's a new one for me. Usually, you know, I have met all of our guests before, but Jeff is new to me, and he is gonna freak out at these rapid fire questions. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very glad I got to introduce something new to your life. Yes. Hello. 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 Get your headphones on. 
please, please, please give a warm St. Louis welcome to Jeff. He is the singer for The Poor. And you play in that band, right? I do. You're a bassist. Yes. I'm no, the... you play keyboards, right? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought she was serious for a second. I was going to be offended. <laughs> There's nothing serious that ever comes out of my mouth. So, so yeah, Jeff, Jeff is the singer for The Poor, but he also has a solo project called Fire the Humans. Mm. Um, and he's got some music out there. Um, uh, I guess when was the last single he probably dropped was probably a few months ago or six months ago or something like that. Um, really awesome stuff. So Jeff, <laughs> let's let's talk about the record. Um, do you remember the first thing you decided to do when we started writing that record? Like your thoughts. Like you and I hadn't written together. It was the first time, technically, I met you at the studio. Right. Right. Yep. And then was like a couple, like a month or no, it's more than that. Like four months later, three months later. Yeah, later that year, probably. Later that year. Sure. We, uh, I guess, Chad reached out and asked if I wanted to be a part of of the new project, and I, I love Chad to death. Like, I love Chad to death. Even though he quit my band, The Poor, and he quit my band, Cabo, I still love him. What an asshole! That no, he's Chad. a good guy. He's a good guy. I love him to death. And I'm going to bring. I'm joking. He's going to. I, I don't know, Chad. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, and, but I'll, I'll. I will always play with with Chad, and I'll always play in a band with you. I think. I Ch- think Chad's like a brother to me, right? Yeah. So whenever, uh, whenever. So he, Chad was in the poor. He, was, he is now. Oh, oh wait, he, wait, wait. There's potential. We're talking to Chad. Are about, we? Uh, am I another band aid? Darn. Another <laughs> band aid. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, dang so, it, dang it. What do you know? Surprise! <laughs> she should be one of those like in, investigative uh, reports. But I don't know shit. I don't know anything. She's I just never asked even a question. What is never that? even. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. she's coming home. Oh, I'm coming <laughs> home. Hey, hey, uh, Joe. Did you did you figure out whether or not you can pull up any of the poor music, or can you not? Yeah, I'll, I'll find some right. All right. Well, you Pick, asked him, and what then song he do you want, broke our hearts. What know? song do you want her to hear for the first time? Yeah. The sexiest one that's going to make me want to shove my tongue down your throat. <laughs> this is my favorite show on planet. How about, how about Drive? We need sponsors, quick. How about Drive? Yeah, Drive's or, cool. Or you wanted it all. Or Drive's cool. All right. Or, yeah, you wanted it all. Guest choice. Whatever you want. Drive's, yeah, Drive's fun. Yeah. Drive, Joe, drive. Now, Joe, well, now. Well, I'm coming up with YouTube videos that are about pouring concrete. I'm sorry. Oh, we love that. So you did find the video. That's perfect. The poor <laughs> band. Put band in there and you should be able to find it. Um, um yeah, while it, we're waiting for him to do whoa, that. Whoa, 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 oh, sorry. Whoa, whoa. Sorry. I just wanted to Toe-stepper. let everyone know that we have social media as well now. Oh, we have sorry. A website. You're right. You should talk about that. We have a website, Audio Inc. Like, right, audio Inc. Dot com or is it audioinkstl.com? Audioinkstl. Audioinkstl. Um, we also have Facebook, Twitters, the Tweet Tweets, um, Instagrams, YouTubes. I think it's just one Instagram. I don't know. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I know. I'm on your MySpace page right now. MySpace is Tom ain't got shit on me, man. <laughs> Um, you weren't born when MySpace was. Yes, I was. Did you have a MySpace? I account? had dial-up internet, but I had it. Oh, Jesus <laughs> I had. I'm not kidding. I had dial-up until I was t- like 21 years old. Where did you live when you were? Winfield. T- oh, okay. Oh, that they, they didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Else out there. And still, like even now, they have to have like satellite internet out there. Not even like Wi-Fi or anything. It's all you're, satellite. You were born in 1990. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. 
She was born when I graduated high school. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so funny to hear. That's so wild. So going back to the band, yes. right? What were your thoughts the first time you and I sat down and we started writing? Uh, it was just very organic, right? Like, I mean, as artists, we like to write in our own way with our own thought process and our own style. And when you meet a like-minded individual, that's like, hey, look, man, like I'm right in your lane. It just felt natural. So, you know, when you and Chad and I were sitting there just working through stuff and playing around with stuff, it just it felt great. I mean, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was seamless. And then whenever you said, hey, listen, I talked to Jack Weesey of uh, Brook Royal. I was like, yeah, man, bring him over. So Jack came over and we were like, all right, let's uh, let's do it. And Jack was awesome, too. So I, I love Jack. Do you know Jack? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jack's one of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. Very sweet. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yep. Yeah, it was funny when we got Jack in the band. Um, you know, we were where were we? We were almost we had like nine songs or eight songs for the record done. And uh, I guess Jack had heard. Animal. Animal. Yep. And he really wanted to, to... Is that a Daughtry song? No. You know, that'd be a good one to play, too. Oh, yeah. Maybe you play Animal and the and uh, you play... Uh, <clears throat> the, four, the, the poor music. Drive. Animal. Just give me a little, just give me a little snippet. I just want to hear Jeff's sexy singing voice. I have a raspy voice. So. I love that. <laughs> now you stop. I swear to God, I'll fall in love with you. You're going to fall in love with him. <laughs> I swear I, I will. I did the first time I heard him sing. It was a song I wrote called Dragonfly. I sold it to Shaman's Harvest. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, <sighs> Back when you had the big lion's mane hair. Yeah, I had an afro. <laughs> His name's Nathan, right? Yeah. yeah. Nathan, Nathan, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was sitting over here that whole time trying to think of his damn name. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I'm going to kiss him and I don't know his name. Yeah, so Jack came on board. We just started writing, and he brought on Addison Brocker of Discrepancies. And oh my God, my best friend is obsessed with Discrepancies. They're a great band. Obsessed. They're good dudes. Didn't they just play last night somewhere? Um. Yes, but I don't think is Addison is Addison still playing with those guys or not? I don't know. I don't know. You know he's uh, having a new kid, right? I do know that. baby number three. Yeah. Congrats. He's yeah. a baby making machine. Congrats. The stork is on the way. <laughs> yeah, Addison. Fly, stork, fly. Yeah, so Jack, I'm done. I swear. Jack's good. Addison's good. Uh, Chad's good. I was at dinner with Chad Friday night. We went to some place in I don't know town and country. Some I don't know. What'd you get? I got a burger. Ooh, really? What's your temp? <laughs> it was medium. Okay. Okay. Talk slower. What kind of cheese? I don't know. I just uh, looked and ate. Jesus. He said, get the burger. It's great. Here. Doesn't even appreciate the food. I'm just going to say. I'm not a foodie. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I eat to live. I don't I, live to eat. I'm just going to say none of them invited me. Jack off. Pookie is butthurt today. I am. Okay. My, my raging. <laughs> he is going to shit in a bag and throw it yeah. in all of our cars. <laughs> 100%. I, I sing on your second favorite album. You're welcome. <laughs> but you went and had dinner. Didn't invite me. No, I was out with my. I took my dad out. That's cute. Dinner. I love that. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? What'd you do for dad's birthday? Well, it was me, my brother, my sister, and my dad. Uh, it was his 83rd, 84th birthday. And uh, he wants to go. He he likes red lobster, but my sister doesn't like. The seafood. lob. Yeah, she doesn't like seafood. My dad thinks red lobster is the bomb. I've He's never been old there. Old school black man. <laughs> I have never been there in my life. He loves him some red lobster. Um, I took him to uh, 
was it 54th Street Grill mm-hmm. in Chesterfield? Because <sighs> I tried to take him to uh, Babel's uh, Spaghetteria, that uh, spaghetti place in Chesterfield. It's awesome. Spaghetteria? What is, what's happening right now? You're making up words. <laughs> spaghetteria. That's what it's called. Babel's Spaghetteria. It sounds like what happens I'm after you like, eat oh, spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. Say that. that. Your sp- sounds stomach. like but me on my phone. Go there. Yeah. Drunk dial people last night. Let's go to Babel's Spaghetteria. <laughs> go there. <laughs> And order the bolognese and then come back and talk. I don't like bolognese. Mm-mm. It sounds like nope, the I'm spaghetti not a bolognese upset girl. your stomach and you had to spaghettiria in a bag. Yes. Yes. Okay, both of you guys suck. I love spaghetti, but I am very picky with it, though. I like it um, sweet. Like I, like I like a lot of brown sugar in my spaghetti sauce. What are you talking about oh, now? Shit, that's very detailed. I know. What kind of what kind of spaghetti do they have out there in, in Winfield? Mine. You make... Spaghetti with brown sugar in it, uh-huh. and white sugar, and white sugar. Mm-hmm. Do you, is it spicy or just sweet? The sugar, the spaghetti. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sweet. I, I you mean, just make sweet spaghetti, like like uh-huh. in uh-huh. In, in the hood, when you have fish fry, you have sweet spicy spaghetti. It's sweet, but it's got kick uh, to it. See, I've never had that. So you just have just fucking mm-hmm. spaghetti yep. with sugar. Yep. I'm told you, trash human. I, I'm, <laughs> I I'm, I'm trying my best not to I agree with you. you, but on the spaghetti thing, I kind of have to go. That's it's okay. A lot of people do. Freaking gross. Um, you know what's funny though? Um, my old job, the owners of the restaurant were very, very, very Italian, mm-hmm. and their sauce. They said it was um, like traditional. I don't know Sicilian or some bullshit, but they said their sauce is like very sweet, like traditionally very sweet. I think they're like part of the mob or something. I don't know, but I had to leave that fucking place. So <laughs> it's not real sauce unless there's a little bit of sugar in there. Oh, I mean, I, mine's not a little bit. Mine's a lot of it, okay. like a lot. So it's like well, like even bar. in my green beans when I make green beans, I do uh, brown sugar and soy sauce and um, garlic and. Um, Wash, wash, washer, you know, y- yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> say it. Say I'm it, gonna have a fucking say stroke it. if I try. Say it. Where's, say it, Frenchie. Uh, what? Uh, what am I saying? Worcestershire. Wash your sister. <laughs> Worcestershire. You can't wash my sister. Yorkshire pudding sauce. Um, what the fuck? Are you, do you, are you a good cook? I mean, do you like to cook a lot? She is not, not really. a good cook. She puts I mean, brown sugar and regular <laughs> sugar in spaghetti. Yeah. I can tell you right now, she thinks fine dining. She opens up some spaghetti. Oh I was like, like, I killed this shit today. Um, my mother-in-law, oh, she hates when I make spaghetti. Hates it. Oh, she's like, I don't, I don't fucking want that shit. It, it <laughs> I don't blame of, you. I don't blame it, you. It sounds like, you know, like the, the spaghetti on Elf where he puts like all yeah. the shit yeah. and the syrup. and all Yeah, the, pretty uh, much. Pretty much. I might as well just put maple syrup in there. That's so Because, I mean, it is like, uh, it's like a dessert. Dinner and dessert all in one. You, just wrap you know, that's a good way to, to classify her. Elf, she she reminds me of that character a lot. That's what character? Especially... You better watch your mouth. <laughs> I mean, you the way that you... That, me, I man. mean, I'm picturing him eating that big pile of garbage. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, oh. that, that seems oh, like something Kara For would... sure. That's what I pictured. 100% when she it. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, usually, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, my hangover meal is usually a um, uh, a burger, like a double cheeseburger from McDonald's, of course. And then I put McNuggets on top of it, and I pour sweet and sa- pour oh, sweet and sour sauce on it, huh. and I eat it. What's your favorite hangover Speaking meal of, when we, you used to drink? We've got some music pulled up. Oh, pour. When I was hungover, I would drink milk. 
Oh my God, animal. Foul. Yeah. That's foul. That's foul. That is foul. That's foul. Foul. Repeat what you said you eat. Uh uh-uh. uh. Foul. I mean, milk on a hangover stomach. That's insane. That is feral. Coats your stomach. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it was good. Oh my God. I'm not saying I was sober. So you would just like get up and go to the fridge and. Like out like of the Ron growling. Burgundy style. Yeah, like, like milk was all right. a bad yeah. choice. Uh, all right, girl. Exactly. Kara, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play some pork for you. You let me know. I, what you yeah, think. I gotta hear. I gotta hear. Ready, Joe? Let's do it. What's what's this song? What's the song? It's called Baby Got Back. <laughs> it's called Drive. L.A. face with an Oakland booty. <laughs> you lie. Well, what kind of Joe's a liar? He doesn't have any damn really music for us. <laughs> it's supposed to be playing right now. He's struggling because he's tripping off of what you said you eat for your freaking hangover. Mm, so good. Oh, apparently the viewers can hear it. Oh. Well, I can't hear it. That's pretty interesting. <sighs> Man. Do you want me to plug this back in? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So what is it? What do you eat when you're hungover? What is it? That the double cheeseburger oh, with the, the um, with the chicken nuggets, yeah. and then I pour sweet and sour sauce on it. But man, it's a lot though. And I I love chilies when I'm hungover too. Mm. The Southwest the egg rolls. The sexy as fuck. Try to tell you. Sexy. What the song? What did he say? Said the viewers said that your voice was sexy as fuck. Oh, <laughs> stop it. She's Go. gonna she's gonna be excited when she hears it. <laughs> I um eat garbage food. Yes, we know. Yes, yes. I, 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 I haven't had McDonald's in like two years. Um, I'm fat for other reasons. I it does it. You know, when I'm hungover, that's what I eat, and I'm already feeling like shit. But then it makes me feel even more shitty. Yes, yes. But their Coca Cola is unmatched, man. They're, they, it's I unmatched. will say that they have the best Coca Cola. Unmatched. What, what's your favorite food of all time? Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Without a doubt. That's your go-to. Like oh, yeah. Bone chicken in, wings, out. ribs. Doesn't matter. She's a chicken hawk. Doesn't matter what it is. What's your favorite food? Um, Ice cream. Ice cream? Your yeah. go-to oh, yeah. desert island? You'd grab a That's bowl right. of ice cream. Fuck yeah. What flavor? A van- Any flavor? A, a, um, vanilla. I knew it. I knew he was going to say it. <laughs> vanilla, or, <laughs> vanilla or French vanilla? I like vanilla bean. Uh, yeah, if I'm eating a vanilla, I got to have a bean. Do you little, the- <laughs> little black dots you, you in like, there. You like the little bean? Mm-hmm. You remember when I brought you popcorn home from Chicago? Yeah, yeah. I tore that shit up. I uh, love caramel popcorn. Uh, was it the Chicago mix? Yeah, Garrett, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He texts me. He's like, "Where you at?" I'm like, "I'm in Chicago." He's like, "Dude, give me some Garrett's." Garrett's. This has gone way left field. Now while we're talking about his food, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I want to play this little game with you, okay. Jeff. Okay. Um, it's not really a game. It's just rapid fire. Okay. And I'm sorry if you're uncomfortable, but I'm not sorry. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, so, yeah, I'm good. It's just two questions, this or that, but I want you to answer within like two seconds. Wait, you mean there's two answers, not questions, right? This or that? I feel like Ozzy Osbourne. I guess Sharon! two answers. Yeah. How many questions are there? there? I mean, there's not questions. It's just this or that. Would you rather? or this Not, or that? Uh, I guess, but. Yeah, I guess. Okay. All right, I don't know. It. Let's hear it. I'm ex- I'm, rap- I'm interested now. You know the rapid fire. How yeah. Many are, how many are there? But you confuse me I with the, there's two questions. There's some. There's a, there's some. Did you Google these or no? I, I made them up. Oh, okay. Um, twisted mind. And before we start, are these questions you really want to know about people? Yeah. Or you're just, of course. You just I'm interested you're in you. Fucking with people. I'm absolutely interested in you. <laughs> All right, ready? 
Answer within two seconds. Don't think about it. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Blonde or brunette? Blonde. Ass or tits? Tits. Ah, you thought about it. Blood Zeppelin, Pink Floyd? Zeppelin. Thank you. We can be friends. My, my I hate Pink Floyd. I, I hate a strong word. Oh, I can't. I hate strong, but I, I never connected to Pink Floyd. Me either, man. Yeah. 20 minute long songs. Uh, my wife is obsessed with Pink Floyd, and so is like every member of their of her family. And um, as soon as they heard that I didn't like Pink Floyd, they were just like, ah, oh, you can't marry this one. She's a bad <laughs> egg. <laughs> and like since we got together, she has been wanting to go to El Monstero. And I told her, I was like, well, I mean, I'll go, but I'm never paying over 15 bucks for a concert ticket ever So for El Monstero. And then we went to, um, I forget what show it was, but you know, when you walk into Riverport and they have like the cheaper concert tickets, El Monstero, 10 bucks. You know, oh, just, just just to back up a second. They're really good. Very talented, El Monstero is. The fact that you I call it can't. Riverport is so awesome. Oh, well, it's never going to be anything other than Thank that. You. I just want to go back up a little bit. Because they always change the damn name. Bread Co. Sure, sure. and Riverport. Absolutely. Sure, sure. But For sure. There is a couple of bread companies still around. Um, I just want to go back further than that. And and it was the Pink Floyd thing, not your spaghetti, that made them say. I'm saying. Okay. I'm just, just curious. They don't know. There's some things about me that they don't know. They don't know about the spaghetti, I don't think. Uh, well, that's going to be another issue. <laughs> they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I thought you were cooking dinner. If the garlic don't make you sick, it's the sugar that will, you know? Ugh. I am a garlic baby. <clears throat> like, five handfuls in uh, each dish that I make. I love so you good death. for you. You're funny. I love garlic. Yeah, garlic's so good. Oh, my God. Garlic and sugar, that's just, uh, that just doesn't mix, but okay. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> Need to have a cook off in here. Uh, no. It's so good. <laughs> I'm making Sunday supper next week, baby. <laughs> Sunday family meals. God okay. love you. God love you. Babaloo uh, spaghettiria. <laughs> All right. So we have a video for the poor. Wait, people. I'm not done. Okay. We're in the I'm middle of something you know over here. We got, we got a video. We're in the middle of something over here. Okay. Hopefully it'll Where work. Where was I? Fingers okay. Back to it. Carpet or hardwood? Hardwood. Tequila Jaeger. Tequila. B cup or D cup? D cup. And a and a and a lady and a lady interest. Would you rather her have really bad lip filler or an insanely large forehead? Forehead. Why? You can remove lip filler. Ha ha! Gotcha. Okay, see, that, can can I debate that for a second? Nope. Sure. Lip filler shows insecurity. Forehead is she's comfortable with herself. Oh, he got deep with it. He got deep, and that's why he's the singer. She was born. The forehead. She doesn't have a choice. I'll put a fucking hat on. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Do you have a big forehead? You have a hat on. I can't see. I don't have a big forehead. I like your hat, by the way. Oh, thanks. It's cute. You and Pookie both wear cool, cool hats today. Oh yeah, you got a nice size forehead. You got a nice size forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take a, a, I'll take a big forehead over. All right. College. I like that answer. Yeah. Are you married? I am. Yes. Twenty-three years on Saturday. Holy cow! Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. That's amazing. I can't wait to say that. I've got twin daughters that are 22. Oh, you do? And I've got a son that's going to be 20 next month. What do they look like? They're beautiful. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah, they're <laughs> <laughs> they make good kids. His wife is beautiful and he's a good looking dude. So, of course. Are they blonde or brunette? Blonde. Blonde. Uh, brunette. Yeah, one's blonde, one's brunette. My wife's like really blonde. Which one's your favorite? Uh, my favorite <gasps> kid is. You're no. lying. Is Pookie. Oh, I was like, you're not really going to answer that. Of course I don't have a favorite kid. I'm joking. I mean, my parents have a favorite kid, for sure. 
It's me because I'm the only one. <laughs> I see what you did there. That's Is smart. it that you're the favorite or you're just. Oh, the they no- fucking hate me. Oh, <laughs> shit. That got dark real I'm, quick. I'm also kidding about that. Oh. They don't really. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm cool. How could you hate me? It's true. Are you joking? You're you're pretty Come cool. On. You're pretty cool. How I could love anybody it. hate hey, me? I love you to death. So all good. I love you. Stop it. Even right though you now. don't. Even though you're not excited about Kava. I was gonna say, um, you better <laughs> knock it off. I'll come kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> all right. Oh, here's one. Taco Bell or McDonald's? Taco Bell. You know my answer. Yep. Blowjob or penetration? I like a good blowjob. What? Okay. No penetration okay. all the way, dude. Like now, what's the difference, job. though? I mean, I know there's a difference. Uh, okay, let me let me rephrase that. I was going to say, do we need to have the sex talk? Let me rephrase that. Um, okay, so is it like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I don't want to do it. Okay, so ketchup, mustard, mustard, bacon or sausage, bacon. Batman, Spider Man, Batman. Would you rather punch Courtney Love or Kanye West? Courtney Love. Tattoos or piercings? Oh, did you say Courtney Love? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Would I prefer tattoos or piercings? Mm-hmm. Tattoos. Van Halen or Sammy Hagar? Van Hagar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good one. Um, would you rather wear thongs or boy shorts? Boy shorts. He's got thongs on right now. Don't yeah. let me fool you. But I'm wearing both. I <laughs> oh, not really for you. Like in a girl, would you rather her wear a thong or boy shorts? A uh, thong. <laughs> I'm so happy you answered, though, for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm not going to say that either. Gross. Oh. <laughs> I write stuff down when I'm drunk, and I got to stop doing that. Well, can you tiptoe up to it without Um It says MILF or barely legal, but mm, that's controversial. MILF, MILF all day long. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The older I get, I feel the same way. Like, I would much rather an older lady. Um, have to agree. Are we ready for some music? Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to hear. And it's, the song is... Drive. Drive. All right. Pour. Pour it on me. I still can't hear it. I can hear it. Hi-
sexy. Sexy. I love that. Right on. I told you you would. I do. I love it. Thanks. That's a cool song. It's a cool record. Like, every member of your band is hot. We try. It's a cool project, yeah. (laughs) We like the poor. Like, very cool. Uh, Hopefully we can still get Addison to come in and play some stuff when we record, but I don't think Now, which one's Addison? Addison was the the younger-looking blonde kid. Okay. And you know Jack. Yeah. And you, you know Chad. Yes. So. No, I don't know Chad. Uh, I don't know Chad. I know Jack. Um, yeah, very hot band. You guys could, yeah, make it for sure. You know, the funny thing is we played our first show. We was out of town in Springfield, right? Was that our first show? Or was it our second show? Second show. The first like show we kind of like practiced for. Yeah. yeah. So we were opening up for... Now, where do you guys record at? Devour the Day. Devour the Day and Troy and another band. And uh, <laughs> we we were the first band. And we, you know, we had, we had, we dressed a certain way. We all, we all dressed a certain way. Uh, we look we, like, we look like waiters. Yeah. <laughs> we, we literally went in. And we did our sound check and we, like everybody stopped doing what they were doing and looked at us like, holy shit. This well, band. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm really going to Spotify like right now and downloading all your stuff. So there, so there's another The Poor Band out there, which we've never. Ew. Yeah, from, really? From, from Utah. Utah. Yeah. And they're a jam band. If so you pull, if you pull up like uh, The Poor Hey Runaway, uh-huh. I think it'll, it'll pull up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So the name of our record is called In the Midst of Lions. Okay. So when you search in Spotify for the record name, it'll pull it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says Salt Lake City Bass Band. Yeah, that's not that's us. Not us. Yeah. I would have been highly disappointed. Yeah. Oh, trust me. We have people go, um, it's kind of the good. This one, right? Yeah, that's us. If you're looking for them on Spotify, it's this one. This guy right here, not the other one. Salt Lake City. Yeah, they're a jam band. <laughs> Sounds like the Grateful Dead. They're, yeah. I mean, they're jam- Oh, I, I, I do like Grateful Dead, though. Yeah. Well, um, not, not a fan. I am so happy that you came in today. What a fun time. I appreciate you having me. What a fun time. I'm sorry to um, verbally assault you. I love it. (laughs) I don't think he was verbally assaulted. Yeah, you were gentle. (laughs) Okay, good. It's because I'm hungover. This is a really cool studio, by the way. Very cool. Very nice, right? Yeah. We look professional. You guys are the real deal. This is incredible. Well, we're going to have to have you come back for sure. Absolutely. Um, What I would like to do is... Whenever we figure things out, maybe uh, maybe we'll have uh, people come in and play and sing. Yeah, well, I would love that. That'd be uh, fun. Yeah. I'll sing for you. What, can, sing us a tune now. I'm going home. <laughs> I've heard that. I'll I've sing for you. Song. Yeah, eventually there will be a live music aspect to the show. Yeah, this is awesome, man. You guys are killing it. This is a cool setup. Dude, killing the game, man. Open invitation anytime you want to come back. Audio ink, bitch. Audio ink, Audio ink motherfuckers. That's how we roll, Love baby. It. That's how we <laughs> roll. That's how we... We're not letting you go yet, though. No. So there's a couple of other things I want to ask you. I'm just saying, I was just saying, I, I wanna, was really I, happy that you're I, here today. I want to bring up our hiatus, and then you started a solo project called Fire the Humans. Yes. And uh, give us a little bit of thoughts, why you started that, what it was about, and members in that, and where it is now. Because I'm, you're not done you better not be done. I'm punching the face because I love your stuff, and I think, I think as creative as you are, you should always put out uh, music. Yes, ma'am. I was just gonna say a solo project. So, like, just you or 
Yes, it's him and and uh... it started as just like a me project um, called Fire the Humans, mm-hmm. and then I kind of brought in uh, my producer John, who was a member of the original Poor from back in the day. John Donoski is uh, is a is a good friend of all of ours. He's a musical genius. He's um, He's like a savant. Um, he's won like three Grammys. He's, I mean, he's he's pretty incredible. So I brought in John. So he does all the producing and, and music beds and stuff for Fire the Humans. And then um, I wanted to play some live stuff too. So we were shooting videos, and I brought in Chad from The Poor and Cavo, and because just Chad and I are going to play music together for the rest of our lives. It's mm-hmm. just it's just kind of in the cards. So um, yeah. So I mean, the Fire the Humans project is just five singles. Um, just, just kind of like something different. We call those EPs, brother. We call those EPs. Yeah. Just something different than I've ever done. Um, just, it's kind of more in the pocket of like, uh, the weekend meets, um, Justin Timberlake kind of feel. Like poppy-ish. Very poppy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you have two totally different things going. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. That's fun. And recording new fire. Keep it open. Now too. Yeah. Keep it open, man. Um, I'm (laughs) going to, what, if there's a song from fire, the humans, you would like us to play real quick. Or do you have like any, are you working on anything? Do you have anything coming up? Like what's new? Yeah. I'm working on new fire, the humans stuff. Love that. Um, so hopefully 2024 that will come out. That's too long. You can't keep the people waiting, okay? Well, there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of moving parts. I understand. I'm kidding. Wheels and levees. um, Videos that need to be shot and stuff. So, yeah, but there's some really cool stuff we're working on for that that I'm excited about. Um, We may or may not be working on new stuff for the poor with some... Some stuff that'll be coming out hopefully. No, um, why? Why? You know, why is this? Is this legal? You can't really talk about it. Well, because we. Or have is this a just for your own selves? No, no, no. It's 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 gonna be. It's, we're we're gonna put it out to everybody with a video and everything. So it'll be cool. But if 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 we decide we're going to do that, um, do it. Just do it. Come on. Give me. I loved it. I loved what I just watched. What I just listened to in my ears. Oh yeah, I want more. I want more. We have a song called "Animal" that you. I want you. I just. I just I just sent it to Joe, and maybe he'll play that while I figure out what's what fire the human song do you want? Um, Vanish, vanish. That's probably. Mm. I yeah, multi talented, very cool, very cool. Um, Poppy stuff, rock stuff, super talented. I love that. Very cool. I wish I could do that. We're just fans of music in general. That's why you know we all connect with each other. The beautiful thing about the poor or. You know, any, you know, Cavo, any of those guys, they're like, we're all friends. There's zero ego. It's just. Love that. It's about, you know, creating the most. Very cool. Incredible. Speaking of which, um, um, we're going to, I'm going to be talking to you about maybe coming in and doing some vocals for Cavo. We're doing a, a, a EP that I think uh, your voice would be amazing on. A couple of songs. <laughs> this is the poor animal. Okay. Original poor. I would die to broken man all for you. 
sitting here trying to figure out, like, put my finger on who you sound like, and I can't. And that's a good thing. Is it Bobcat Goldwave? <laughs> I don't so, know what that means. But so, so, Kara. Spaghetti-rio. Uh, that version <laughs> of Poor was the original version where it was me, Chad, John Donowski, and, and uh, Jeff. Okay. And Fire the Humans now is more along those lines than okay. what the Poor turned into. Uh, yeah, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, who does he sound like? But And I sent Joe Vanish from Fire the Humans. You could listen to that here. Okay. And now you have a lot of music to go home and download. I and for sure do. And we'll have to link that too. Um, and you'll know why I on think. On our Facebooks. His vocals, he's he's amazing. Oh. Jeez. I can't sit here and disagree because uh, I that was. I need to be rich. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I need to know that you're going to be mine. <laughs> Sound like a bitch. Funky, I'm a bitch, yeah. Tell me. <laughs> Honey, tell me now if I'm just wasting my time. Cause I don't wanna be the one that you're asking to leave. I like this. Thanks. Very funky. And every now and again I wear my heart on my sleeve. I could totally shower to this. Very cool. Thanks. To two totally different entities. Yes, but John Donowski. Very fun. I love that. John Donowski uh, is the producer of Fire the Humans, and he was one of the members. That's why Animal sounded the way that sounded. We have a couple of songs from the first rendition of, of The Poor that was a little more um, electronic, and, and that's how we got Jack. He loved th that mm -hmm. version. Um, but not having John Donowski in it, I think we needed to change what we did, and we did. And so that's how we got. Yeah, you were speaking about a hiatus. So as that kind of dismantled and changed and morphed into different entities with different members, you know, that's when we brought in Jack. Jack brought in Addison. We recorded the Lions record, released that. Things kind of started to fall apart through that. Chad left. Um, we tried to get other members in. It just didn't click. Yeah, it just became it just became this weird tug of war where mm -hmm. we were just trying to find that original dynamic. And so, right. even though there were some great people that came in, and we started rewriting. Well, we wrote a second record essentially. Um, and just kind of got down that path that we were like, you know what, it's just, it's just, we need to let things settle down and take a hiatus. And that's when I went and did some fire the human stuff. I love that. Thanks. I love that you can, you know, you'd be the rock star man and then you can just be this pop star man and very cool. I mean, you can tell someone is truly talented as, as, uh, Jeff is, uh, because he can transition between the two and he does it flawlessly. Oh, yeah. And, and absolutely. Having a good team like John Donowski, a part of it is, is wonderful. Um, let me ask you a couple quick things. Sure. Most memorable show in St. Louis? Uh, Blueberry Hill. Yeah. We, we, we Really? Yeah. We sold out a Blueberry Hill show and it was incredible. Joe like Ed, the Duck Room? The Duck Room, yeah. Okay. Joe Edwards came downstairs. I'll never forget. We were all kind of like loading in and stuff and... You know Joe Edwards from now. What uh, what 
what show? Fire the Human or The Poor? The Poor. Okay. Yeah, 2017 probably. I can't imagine. That's such a small little spot. It was such a cool. It was such a cool. It's show. like playing in someone's living room. It is. Yeah, there were very just, cool though. Just a couple hundred people, three hundred people, maybe something like that. That many people can fit down there. Yeah, it was tight. Yeah, was we tight. sold it out. Oh wow! It was a lot of fun though. We, um, Joe Edwards, came downstairs and he, you know, he gets a picture with everybody that sells his venues out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he gets a picture with us and he was like, "I just had to come and see." He's like, "Who the hell are you guys?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like the coolest compliment. We we had we had a write up when we when we first hit the the scene. Yeah. Uh, on the post. On the post. Um, Kevin. Kevin Johnson. Yep. Uh, sent a post um, about you know about the about the band and and about because two of us were from Cabo, one mm-hmm. was from Brook Royal, one was from Discrepancies, and Jeff Lee, and it just it was a great write up and it kind of helped us get started. But I was saying uh, favorite show otherwise like like other bands like most memorable show was it in st louis that you saw oh geez i'm a huge blue october fan so I oh yeah blue october for course. sure for um, sure for sure love blue october yeah 30 seconds what's his name Mars. justin justin uh for first and filter something yeah first and filled jeff burton was a big big fan oh, yeah Rest in peace to and, him. And, and Jeff and I used to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like Jeff and I would like uh, text back and forth about how we love Blue October. So love, cool. love that man. Um, we have to wrap it up, but I am so happy that you came in. I'm so happy I got to meet you, see your pretty face, hear your pretty voice. Well, thanks for having me. This has been incredible. What a fun time. And I, um, I can't wait for, you know, the big news that you weren't allowed to say. You're going to have to come back and tell us. <laughs> that, that may or may You'll not be coming. You'll just have to come back. I don't know. You'll just have to come back. I would love that. What a fun time. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff coming up in St. Louis this weekend. Um, we can plug that on our Facebooks. Um, once again, we would like you to sponsor us. Um, if you want to, email us at audioinkstl at gmail.com. We'll get back to you with all of the sponsorship info. Um, I mean... If you don't sponsor us, you're missing out. And fuck you if you don't. There you go. <laughs> we have a fun time here. It's all about entertainment, local music, local artists, local tattoo artists. Might not even be local. Just come in. Have fun. All about the entertainment, man. The entertainment, yeah. the arts. Yep. We would love to have you. Um, we're we're going to have a wide variety of, of wonderful and talented people from the St. Louis area. And we're going to talk about what it is they do what inspires them, where they're playing, where you can see their art or get mm-hmm. art from them, mm-hmm. see them play, see them sing, see them perform, what have you. Local happenings, St. Louis happenings, um, upcoming shows, be that um, local bands, the poor, hopefully, maybe. Yes. Maybe. Uh, aha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff, for coming in. What a great time. Um, can't wait to have you back. Um, so, uh, we have another guest, um, coming up. Oh, big Dave from ink spots going to be in. I need Dave. I need Dave to come on because I need you, Dave. (laughs) Look, look, look at that sexy man. So let me, uh, let me introduce you. This is big Dave. If you don't know him, yes, you do. Don't lie. Everyone knows Big Dave. He's the owner of Ink Spot Tattoo. Um, you got St. Peter's and Troy locations. No longer St. Peter's. We should. No way. We expanded Troy and 
shut down St. Peter's. Well, so fuck me, right? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm so expanded excited. Troy. So where is it in Troy? It's in the same, same spot. spot. We just uh, got the location next to us, which was a garage. Mm-hmm. We completely remodeled it and made it twice as big. So wow! Everybody can stay in one place. Wow! I haven't been out there in a long time there, though. We have eight, eight. right now. Eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And you guys always kind of had the same people there, though, too, right? Like, Robbie's been there forever. Robbie's been there since uh, two months, two to six months after we started. Yeah. Robbie came on board. He's been there. And Nicole, um, she's like our shop mama. Mm-hmm. Um, she's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been there, I don't know how long. I lose track. They're family. So yep. She's been there the second longest so robbie we actually made partner in a shop so he's now partner it's me denny oh wow uh, cool that was for a while it's been like that for a while though right um i have been following one of your artists on tiktok uh ethan yep okay and he posted this video um with like his just starting out work and what he's doing now holy shit yeah that is talent yeah that kid's got something. He's he's uh he's extremely talented. It's it's amazing today, man. I uh when I first started tattooing, I I, I did it just like most people do and started out of my house back then. Mm-hmm. And um and everybody was really stingy with their information. Like nobody would tell uh nobody would tell you wh- uh, what to use, what products to use, how to. Uh, how to improve your tattoos. And now you can take somebody, uh, I've been tattooing now for 20 years, so you can take somebody, I can take uh, somebody with some talent, um, some artistic talent, and get them to where like, where I was at 15 years within a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's Ethan. He's been tattooing with us for um, about 18 months now. I've seen a, I mean, you guys have had a lot of apprentices in your shop, though, and they're all I've watched a lot of them from the beginning Kyle yeah. um and it's so wild just to see from where they started to where they are now like it's crazy I didn't know you could teach like it's art not, it's not, I thought you either had it or you don't but like it, it's just amazing I think they do have they have had the art sensibility that the, the fundamentals right, right. Yeah. I think I think that came out wrong I think like what I'm saying is like, okay, I want to draw a heart, but I want to make it really pretty. Like, I feel like I couldn't be taught that. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's talent. you could teach me to be an artist. Um, are you, if, if you have some natural skills, see, I used to think that I could teach everybody. I mm. used to think that, um, my, I got good at art because I just practiced and I had a good teacher. That's really what I thought until I started teaching people and then I realized, um, not so much. <laughs> that, uh, if, if they have some, if they have some talent, we can hone it and we can develop it. No, well, I don't have that talent. Okay. <laughs> well, then no, your hearts are going to look stupid. But you're doing some really cool shit, though. Like you are, you know, drawing celebrities, meeting these celebrities, giving them your paintings. Man. Can we talk Pat, about that? Can Pat we talk about that? at concerts. Can we talk about that real quick? Though? Of course, because you know some of your. Uh, art that you've done. I, I mean, you you do some some amazing drawings of artists, yeah. and then 
you reach out to them or they reach out to you or you know them because you've been in this industry forever. Right. Um, you know, where did that start? <laughs> I, it started, so uh, I'll, I'll give you the story. So my, my I'm one of seven kids and we were dirt poor. My dad always worked for um, copy machine places. So he worked for Sharp, Danka, uh, Midwest, something another always copy machines so he delivered and set up large uh copy machines for lots of places so we always had paper at home and um because they had boxes of paper and they'd run a whole ream through the copy machine and uh so we'd always have blank paper so i can make anything out of origami i can fold up and you know and then i just drew and um at a young age, being so poor, I actually was pretty talented. And I think about 12 years old, um, I realized like my sister's older than me and they would always get these little teen magazines and they would hang pictures up in their locker of all these teen magazines. So I started drawing these guys that all these girls had crushes on new kids on the block. And, uh, that was your way in. Uh, and I started drawing them, and then I would give it to my dad, and he would go to work and make color copies of them, and then I would go to school and sell them for like 50 cents a piece. Oh, shit. So uh, I would hustle and sell my art at a young age for these girls to hang stuff in their locker. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. And, um, you know, I the the real starting to put it in, in – um, celebrities or big musicians' hands was I, – I set a goal that – um, I wanted a tattoo on Shinedown, and I'd met them once back when they were playing at Pops. And uh, I set a goal that I wanted a tattoo on them. And, man, I hustled and hustled and hustled and hustled to make that happen. And every time there was just a door. And in the process, I ended up tattooing on different bands and stuff. However, Shinedown, there was this door. So I'd start tattooing on um, a young lady named Ashley, the intern, and a young man named Tony Promo. And uh, then I knew that they were going to be doing an interview. Ashley was going to be doing an interview with um, with Shinedown. So I did a portrait of Brent because mm-hmm. I'm like, I guess they just don't think that we're talented enough or something. So I did a portrait of Brent and I'm like, listen, if you will just take this and tell him that your tattoo artist did this and that you he would like to get it signed. That's all I want from you. I'll do all the rest. And she's like, okay. So um, that's what she did, and his head of security, which was Jake Lawson. Jake Lawson, the man. The man plugged. Love him. Jake Lawson. Love he, you, Jake. He came out, and um, he's like, who drew this? And I'm like, I did. And he's like, you did this. And I go, yeah. And he's like, Brent wants to meet you. So I did a portrait of Brent, and um, I went back there, and he's like, it's you again, because we had met multiple times, and his former head of security would never let them get tattooed on the tour. So he was like, no, Lame. it's just a bad idea. It's not the best idea. <laughs> it's really not. However, I mean, a lot of stuff that rock stars do isn't really the best idea. <laughs> 100%. Why not? Throw yeah. some ink on me. Eh, so, whatever. So then I'm like, um, we can tattoo. And several of them said they wanted tattoos. And then we we uh, ended up tattooing. Now I feel like you just do that for every show, though. You're just like tattooing at every damn show. I... I mean, not really. I don't know. You're yeah. just, you guys are, you and your whole crew are at a lot of shows. We though. are at a lot of shows, and um, we have since um, 
there's legalities to tattooing backstage. I'm so sure. We'll pick them up and bring them to the shop. It was more convenient when it was St. Peter's. However, we've become friends, you yeah. know. And yeah, when yeah. they come into town, it's um, normally they'll they'll have I. I say that it, the music scene and the is like an upside down funnel. It's not just the music scene. It's like um, I, I think once you hit a certain status in the music scene or celebrity, that's like. Once you're in, though, it opens up to so much more. And sure. somehow I squeezed in, and then this band refers me to this band. This person refers me to this person. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, Where did what we did, first what, meet? Do you remember? Where did we first meet? Uh -huh. Was Who? that a show? Who? You guys? Mm -hmm. I don't remember the first meeting. It was Shinedown. Was it? Yeah. Because <laughs> we toured with them for a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't remember. I, I, um, there's so much story and history that we have. <laughs> I'll tell you one of my favorite memories ever. Scava was playing at Point Fest, and we're side stage just hanging out, and um, we're just hanging out with them. I mm -hmm. was just there to see my friends and support them, and and somebody from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> somebody from the audience started shouting big dave and then like a bunch of other people around them start so there became this chant of big dave and pookie looks at me he's like well get up here i don't know i mean the crowd is this is before this is before they started playing they were doing sound checks so i walked on stage and the crowd erupted and they had no idea like you're a popular one man no they had no idea who i was there was one person that started this chant and then made it happen and the crowd was just i was like this is ridiculous everyone knows big dave though it is. everyone like i I, you did my chest, yeah. my owl on my chest, and at work, I'll walk around and people will be like, oh my God, that tattoo is fucking beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it's Big Dave did it. Oh, okay. I get that with the rose on my Literally. head. Everywhere I go, I get a compliment on this tattoo at least once or twice a day. And I, this was actually your first uh, disposable uh, cartridges uh, yep. tattoo. But it's really cool, though, um, when you see someone walking around and you can just tell that you did it. Yeah. Like I can always tell it's your art, you know, your sister, Julie, um, like all your roses. I can tell it's a big Dave Rose when she got her hand done. Right. Oh yeah. I don't even know how to explain my style. People it's ask different. me what, what your style is and it doesn't fall into like a, um, it's different, but you can always tell that it's yours, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, fortunately, being in Lincoln County, we had to learn. I had to learn to tattoo pretty much everything. There's some artists that um, fall into a category, and they're like, "Nope, I'm just uh, traditional, or I'm just neo-traditional, or I'm just portrait realism." Out there, um, if you if we were to do that, I wouldn't have survived. So mm -hmm. I learned to tattoo all different styles, and I kind of developed my own. And it's like an illustrative, right? I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what. Going to the ink spot out in Troy uh, for the first time, you guys really made me feel like it was home to me. And um, you guys were professional and awesome. So anybody looking to get any ink, check out Ink Spot, Troy, Missouri. 100%. Go, go to them. I'm not going to say the name of a shop I went to. I got some art there, and I asked for color. And they said they couldn't do color on a black person because it didn't come out looking good. And I believed them because they're artists and this is what they do. And I met Dave and the guys and, and the response I got from them was like, 
Yeah, we can do color. Yeah, you just got to choose the right colors. We can totally do it. We went out there and they hooked me up. I mean, mm-hmm. amazing work, amazing guys, uh, just family, you know? I mean, the, the, I haven't been out there in a long time and I apologize. Life gets busy. And, I, I completely understand. So many, well, COVID killed everything, you know? Uh, but but I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to get back out there just to hang with you. I got to bring you guys my my roast beef sandwiches I used to bring. <laughs> yes. I used to go by Lion's Choice and grab like a dozen sandwiches and walk in and just drop the sack. Let's eat, guys. <laughs> it was awesome. I've only been lucky enough to get one tattoo by you because you are... <laughs> Booked up. Booked out, man. Like, forever. I. Your, your mic's not on, Joe. No, I can't hear you. It's Are you trying fine. to talk? No, to I me? wasn't trying to talk. I was. I'm, I'm having another conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Guys. It apology. was an A and B conversation, but we wanted to see our way in that. One. I want to be involved. He's over there busy talking. I'm like, I'm not hearing what he's saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's another person in here with. Right on. Right on. Um, can we yeah. talk about some of the things that he's that he does? Absolutely. Around the St. Louis area. I want to bring up uh, uh, Camp Avery. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Um, Camp Avery, uh, Camp Avery, that's a juvenile facility out in Lincoln County. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll tell you, I get hit up a couple times a week for different benefits or different things to do for I'm the community. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm, You're very involved. I'm though, very involved in, in my community, which is awesome. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, however, I'm also an ex-con and I uh, went to prison and, uh, I have this friend named Beth Michelle, who her brother used to work for Camp Avery, and he passed away. And part of his legacy is he used to bring uh, Christmas and dress up as Santa Claus and take presents out to these boys at Camp Avery. And um, so his sister was carrying on his legacy. And every year she would do a big um, like poker run and uh, motorcycle related and I would attend those. However, I never went to Camp Avery with her. And um, she was like, I just attended the poker run because a bunch of my friends were going. And she's like, you need to come out here, Dave. And I'm like, fuck them little kids, man. You know, like (laughs) the last thing you need to do is be giving these kids presents when they're little thugs, you know. And uh, she's like, you don't understand, Dave. I'm like, I do. Of all people, I do understand. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in prison, I'm grateful that I didn't have people just giving me shit while I was in prison, you know. And it... And that was my mentality mm-hmm. and um, very one-sided. Uh, and then finally my wife, she started having my wife. And, and Oh, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Newlyweds. We are. We've been, <laughs> we've been together. We've known each other since we were kids. I, I, 10 years ago, I thought you guys were married. Yeah, everyone did. <laughs> we've been together for 18 years. Yeah. And, and uh, talk about an, an amazing and, and cool woman. Oh, my God. I am in amazing. love with we're, your wife. You, you two... I mean, it's just amazing. She's unbelievable. Man. Anyway, sorry. I no, that's stray, fine. I can talk about her all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I really could talk about her all day long. She's awesome. I'm super fortunate and grateful. You and Robbie. Robbie's got tablet. I mean, yeah. just you guys knocked it out the park. Home runs. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you guys, you guys complement each other. You guys are like the a solid rock. I mean, it just amazes me. I, I. I think that's been developed and for me it was 
starting a tattoo. I will come back to Camp Paper. Starting a tattoo <laughs> shop. Uh, I'm in recovery, so I didn't. I don't do drugs or drink, and and so much of the tattoo field 20 years ago was that was just the scene. It was mm-hmm. like going into a bar. You know, you never right. knew what you were going to see, and uh, even more so than a bar because there'd be topless women and all kinds of drugs. And I wanted a tattoo, and I I just didn't want to put myself in that environment. Um, for the, for my own safety, and um, so we opened up a shop, and and I was very dictatorship and controlling, and um, the tattoo industry really didn't like me that much because um, of the way I did things. I started tattooing in my house, and then opened up a shop, and um, so it was just like a family to me. You know, Robbie came on; he was young; he was nineteen years old, and. Um, you know, if I'm going to go and sit and work, and I'd already owned a couple different businesses, and I lost a, um, a business in my divorce, and I wanted this to be successful, and I'm like, if I'm going to spend, you know, 12 to 18 hours a day in this place, I want it to feel like home. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've created an environment that I don't want anybody to be there that's not there. So when we apprentice somebody, it's like, if, if you want to be here, awesome. If you're a part of this, awesome. If you're not, I'm not going to force you to stay, you know? So we don't have any contracts that we make people sign. Um, 12 to 18 hours a day, really? When we first started, man, I was in there. That's a long fucking time. Dude, if you had money and wanted to tattoo, I was staying. So I was staying. <laughs> I, like, True. I, I had to build my business. There was, I was putting up steel rack and I was growing the tattoo business. And if you walked in the door and had money, it was funny. There was a, there's a local place, um, boating. Um, a lot of people call it Bodine. However, if you're from Lincoln County, I it's, am. it's Bodine. It's Bodine. It's Bodine. Smells so, like antifreeze yeah. when you go it's a, driving down Main Street. It's a Toyota. <laughs> uh, they build blocks for Toyota cars. And, and oh, it smells so bad. The second second shift people, if my light was, if the tattoo light was on at like midnight when they got off and they seen it, they would show up and then they would call everybody and we'd have 15 people wanting tattoos because no other tattoo shop was open oh, wow. at that time. So we'd tattoo till sunup sometimes. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's too much. Chasing Dude. that bag. That's awesome. That's man. I'm, I'm, don't your hands fucking hurt? Yeah, your hands hurt, your back hurts. <laughs> oh God, hard. like on the daily, like don't you have to wear like a brace or something? Not so much anymore. I switched those. Uh, I switched to a pen style tattoo machine, which is um, um, like a rotary style. There's very little vibration. Ever since I did that, um, I think that's what you used on the yeah. This, yeah, that is with yeah. the disposable cartridges. It was a new style, and and the industry was kind of moving that way. And a lot of old timers were like. Loyal to the coil is the coil tattoo machines. <laughs> no, that's the that's a loyal to the coil. Uh, and I'm like, man, if all these great tattoo artists that inspire me are starting to use these, I'm going to. And it was definitely a learning curve. I definitely had to. It wasn't as easy. Now it's all I use. So, gotcha. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Twenty years though. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. That's awesome. Yeah. Twenty years of doing this all the time, just holding. Is your, are your Saturdays still open though? Like now, when I say open. If I just drop by and just to hang out a little bit, or is it? I quit tattooing on Saturdays. Gotcha. Good for you. Last out, last as I mean, you I, should. I, I will do like makeup appointments if I have to postpone sure. somebody or whatever. My Saturdays are as you should. Saturdays and Sundays family. are for my family. And Absolutely. Then, so I got to come in on a Friday to hang out with you and Robbie. Gotcha. Yep. 
I'll just text me. Well, you call me and tell me you're coming in on Saturday. We'll be there. No, no, no. I don't want you to. You, no, family time's man. important. I just loved, I used to come in and just hang out. I wouldn't even get tattooed. I just come yeah. in because I love just to sit down and. Dude, you'll have to come check out the new place. We remember. I have to. So awesome. I got to go out there and see Julie yeah. too. It won't even look familiar to you guys. It, it's got the same feel. However, it's just much bigger. And the whole tattoo shop where you used to walk into and it was a tattoo shop, that's all now lobby. Wow. And then you walk down a couple steps and then we've got a big open um, tattoo area. And from the lobby, we have this big hole cut in the window or in the wall. So you can sit at this bar stool and look down in the tattoo area. So if we get wow. really busy. Um, wow. So funny story. I met Pookie actually at one of the first Ink Spot block parties. Um, Cabo was my first band interview ever. Um, it's, on, it's on YouTube. I know. At the Ink Spot I wish it block party? Uh -huh. At the block party in the lobby. Yeah, we did it in the lobby. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, speaking of that, we're block do, party. We're doing it again this, yes! this coming year. Oh, so yeah. We are back. COVID. Fuck COVID. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Been waiting. Yes. Now, um, are you thinking about doing it at Big St. Charles again? Or... No. Do you want to talk about the block party at all? Can sure. we? Sure. What do you yeah. got coming up? Like what's with the block party? Yeah, um, bands or we don't we don't have anything um, one hundred percent laid out. It's t with with the bands. There's no way we could schedule it that far out. So right. it, won't, it won't be this season. It'll be next summer. Okay, is uh, we're gonna have one. Um, Joel Colby, yeah. lead singer of Nimical Drive. Mm -hmm. He t typically. Uh, has taken on the role of like handling the bands. Cool. Uh, Robbie handles the day of show, all the stage in, stage out. Adam Stanek helps him do that. And then um, I handle all the finances and getting sponsors and creating all that. So the the three, four of us have kind of uh, just fell into our role. So as far as bands and stuff, man, I have no idea. Well, can, I'm just going to audio say this. Get a booth there. Can What's we that? support? Can Audio Inc. get a booth there? Absolutely. All right. Can, Do a live show there. from the block party. Oh, yeah. Why can, not? Can, we'll I, can I throw in? Right there. Can, oh, yeah. We should do that. Hell That'd be awesome. Yeah. Interview some bands and stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, I just want to just go ahead and throw Cabo in and say we're available because yeah, next year is our 15-year Bright Nights, Dark Days, and we're talking about doing some weekend runs and going out of town and stuff. So Damn. just throwing it out there. Dude, I would. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. If if you're available, we're you're coming because the <laughs> the block party has become more about just family and hanging out. It's just a really cool ah atmosphere. man. I've been missing it. And we'll we're just we'll just play. Don't worry about nothing else. <laughs> it's awesome. I've been missing it. Those are so much fun. That started that started as a customer appreciation party. Oh well, that started in your at, parking lot. Yep. Robbie wanted to take off. We worked Saturdays. And back then I was working every Saturday. He's like, we miss all these shows and all these concerts. He's like, I'm missing live music. He's like, what if we just, and we're tattooing on bands and stuff. He's like, what if we took a Saturday and like, just did like a kind of concert in our parking lot. And, and, um, for me to justify taking off work <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, all right, as long as we deem it as a customer appreciation party. So, uh, he said, okay, and we did, and it was like two weeks' notice, and we had a trailer, and people were playing on a trailer, and we had some bullshit audio, and um, we had 400 people show up. It was insane. It was insane. <laughs> so then the second year we did it. There was nowhere to park. 
by the third year, the cops that came to me and they're like, you're, you're going to have to uh, do something because they're out there blocking traffic and yeah. stuff. It's created a... It was insane. People were parked all up and down 47. And yeah, What, we played what the a problem to have. I know. You know? <laughs> we played the second one, right? We were on the second one. I think it was the second one. I don't know. One, right? It the, was one of the beginning ones. I'm the worst at this, man. At remembering dates and times. and I'm, I'm really good at remembering relationships and people. I'm just not really good at... There was the one... Um, hey. It was the one that hurt played. I'm sorry. Fat fingered the button. Damn. Turning my mic off? I got something to say. No, um, the She's a one, peacock. You got to let her fly, uh, Captain. Uh, the bad, one um, at the fairgrounds where Story of the Year played. Yeah. Now that, that was epic. That was wild. Yeah. That She's taking wild. shots at me at every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Pookie. That was wild. We talked about this um, last kidding. week when. Yes. Um, Story of the Year. Story of the Year and the Earth. Live show yeah. bands in St. Louis. Just whoa, wild. What's crazy is because the block party isn't a concert, it's a block party. Yeah. We do have live, we've had up 21 bands and we do have really good music. However, everybody comes for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. Some people come just for the music. Some people come to hang out. Some people come for the food vendors. Some I people, come for the lemonade. The car showed the lemonade. <laughs> oh my yes. God, that lemonade. <laughs> that guy saved my life one year, man. I was I, I walked around that block party taking photos and doing all kinds of stuff for the, like the whole day. And I, I looked at my steps and like literally I walked like 12 miles that day and I, I they were there were no ATMs. You couldn't use a, a, a debit card or anything. That guy gave me some lemonade, and I was completely dehydrated. He saved my life. Shout out to James and April Besselman. Oh, yeah. So good. I think I spent like 50 bucks there that day because I kept going back. I don't care. I want some more. It's so good. And all their proceeds go to help a kid. Yep. (laughs) Which is awesome. Yep. Very cool. That's exciting. Got me thinking about the lemonade right now. That stuff was so good. So good. Oh, it gives me heartburn, though. Really? What? Yeah, Just I don't know. Vodka. Lemonade gives me heartburn. Oh, the citrus. Hot air balloons are spooky, and lemonade gives you heartburn. <laughs> Bal- Man, think about it. Think about the hot We're air thinking balloon about situation. It. We're coming to the conclusion that... Uh Hey, whatever. There's some jingling screws up in there. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. You are not wrong. But I still love you. I love you. So I want to go back to Camp Avery real yes. quick. Yes. Because we got detoured. I so, forgot. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> So Camp Avery, these listeners are going to be like, what's, what's, so Camp Avery, um, Beth got my wife to go and she took my son and I told my wife, I'll go. We're not giving these kids any money. We're not doing, I'll go, you know, cause the day of they give them the gifts and then they have sugar fire donates, um, food and we eat with the kids and whatever. And, um, changed my whole experience man it changed that first time it changed my whole experience seeing these kids like many of the kids didn't never never experienced anybody giving them anything let alone a complete stranger one of these times i had one of these kids come up to me and ask me he's like why would you buy me this and all we're doing is giving them stuff that the state will allow them to have like pillows and blankets and clothes and because there may be up to 22 kids there and if you buy one you have to buy, you have to provide 20 you have to provide everybody the same thing otherwise it'll create fights sure sure you know so i can't give you a hat and you a pair of shoes if you get a pair of shoes everybody gets a pair of shoes so it's uh it's been something that after that first time it was like i'm all in and um you know i just didn't have that recollection or that awareness 
at that time that, you know, I grew up in poverty and I grew up in Jennings and I moved out to Lincoln County and um, to see some of these kids, man, that don't have any family coming to visit them. These are kids and they're in the system and don't have family come and visit them. And there's been several kids that have told me that this was the first time they ever had a Christmas present. That's wild. So, so yeah, it's awesome, man. Like, so where 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 do people donate if they wanted to donate something to this? So every year about um, September. So here coming up, we'll start doing. Um, we'll put together their Christmas list, and I just post it, and then we. Beth stopped doing the poker run for a while a while back. I just kind of got in, and I have a huge network, and I was like, let's just put their Christmas list up, their Amazon list up online yeah. and let yeah. people start filling it. Yeah. And all kinds of people do. So my social media, um, David Kenoy, or... When it comes time, let us know. Yeah, we we'll can put it on our website, we'll too. talk about it. I will. Awesome. Thank you, guys. So we've been very fortunate, man, to have enough people that are routine that have become part of their Christmas, you know, different people at Thanksgiving go and feed different families. So now Camp Avery has become um, something personal to a lot of people. And, and I think the last, last three years we've had everything on the list bought and purchased, which wow. is awesome. So, and um, I want to say, uh, so Dave's sister, she owns the salon still, right? Yeah. Julie. Yeah. So, um, Dave's sister owns a salon right next door to the tattoo shop. Echo. Echo, Echo. Hair Studio. I was a receptionist there for a while. Nope. <laughs> Can't do anything with this? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you guys had um, the boxes set up, right? For Camp Avery? I feel like Julie did. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you can go and donate there yep. too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, if you become up to the ink spot, you donate yeah. anything. We had the guy that he lived next to a park and people would hit baseballs into his yard. I think is what the story, he brought a big giant box of baseballs uh, <laughs> that were used baseballs. And he's like, can Camp Avery use this? Cause they have a ball field out back. And I'm like, hell yeah, they can. So I took, Very cool. you know, whatever. If you've got more than 22 of something that kids might be able to have, we'll take. <laughs> I can't believe it's already September. I know. It's crazy. You do so many wonderful things, Dave. I mean, you're a big-hearted guy. I, I don't think there's a better soul out there. Well, let's talk about King of the Nursing Home. Yeah. What is King of the Nursing Home? I appreciate the compliment, man. <laughs> I, uh, well, I love you, and, and I think... I'm sorry, people, I'm just trying to add to no, that. People, people need to understand... Like, when, when, when people see you, they have no idea. It's, it, I think a lot of people judge a book by, by, by the cover, you know? Yeah. And... If people would just get to understand people more, and you're a perfect example of that. Like the first time I met you, I thought you were a bouncer of some sort, or you were something like security. Right. You're a big guy, yeah. but you were the most genuine, nice uh, teddy bear, and and you're. I mean, you you could sense it right away when someone has a, a good soul, and it was just like that. I was like, this is a this is this guy's awesome. This is a guy you got to get to know, which. We we did we did yeah right. I mean I, I I think people need to know that about you because there's not enough of you in the world yeah absolutely well I appreciate king of the nursing that. home I'll I'll tell you the king of the nursing I'll tell you I'm in a twelve step program and when I got out of prison and I mean my whole life story was just drugs and chaos and um, 
service work became a huge part of um, the 12 step program. It's a mandatory. It's like, hey, man, if you don't do this, you're going to, you know, uh, you're going to, yeah, like you have to start thinking of other people outside of yourself. And at first it was a real chore, you know, to think of other people like who wants to be selfless, you know, not like, me. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, what I found though for myself in being made to do it is that I feel incredible. And, um, Every feeling that I've ever, and I ran from all my feelings for years with drugs and alcohol, and every feeling that I now enjoy is amplified when I help somebody else. If I help you accomplish something that you really want to do, I get to feel every bit of the, mm -hmm. the joy that you're feeling. I get to feel, right. and I get to feel mine also. It's like amplified. So King of the Nursing Home, um, that was my, that's been my hashtag for years, and my thoughts when I first started hashtagging, hashtagging that is um when we're all 90 100 years old we're in nursing homes and we're shitting on ourselves and we're all wearing diapers and drooling it doesn't matter how much money you made um the king of the nursing home will be the one with the best stories and the most visitors uh, oh yeah so i i started like my whole mission in life is to build relationships with people and create memories and um that's part of the ink spot also i talk to every apprentice at i'm like this person sitting in your chair is your obligation to build a relationship with that person they came in and respect you and trust you to change their body forever like honor that mm -hmm. you know get to know that person and um so it's been my mission for years just to build relationships with people i i'm a people person and i found value in that so I'm telling you, there was a moment, there was this night that I laid down in bed, and I'm one of the people, if I, I watch TV, the only time I watch TV is right before I go to bed, and it's just to shut my brain off. My wife says I build cities <laughs> in my head. She's like, you will come up with 15 new business ideas. So I'll watch just something. <laughs> That's exhausting. <laughs> i watch oh something mind-numbing that that is not, doesn't pique my interest enough to stay awake. Right. And, uh, and, and then as soon as I'm falling asleep, I shut it off, which is normally about a half an hour. And um, one night I did that, and I shut it off, and then I lay there, and this thought or this voice or this whatever entered my head that said that I needed to go and visit people in the nursing home. And I'm like, that was out of nowhere. Like, I'm a big meditation guy, and however, that was the first time anything like that. And I was like, that was weird. So then I'm thinking about what what did I watch on TV or what triggered that thought or where did that thought come from? And and then I finally closed my eyes again. And it's like, you've been hashtagging king of the nursing home forever. <laughs> the only reason there's a king of the nursing home is because there's people in there that don't have visitors. And uh, like this, this thought wasn't connected to mine. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it wasn't like this voice talking. It was a thought or something that random as i'm going to bed and i'm like is this god is this <laughs> what's going on here i don't know and um so then i was like all right so i'm making a deal with this thought that i'll go visit people in the nursing home and um then the next day i went up and i went to um the local nursing home and i'll tell you i was scared to death and i'm not scared of people i'm not scared of talking on this i'll get on stage i'm not scared of people at all and i was terrified i don't know what was going on however to walk in that nursing home i was terrified and there was this girl this nurse that came to the door to let me in 
and it was one of my old high school friends named Sandy that when I moved to Troy, people didn't like me. I was a city kid that moved to Troy, and that's a country town. And um, Sandy is the person that was like, you can sit at our table. And I would have never thought to for Sandy to be there. However, as soon as I seen her, I'm like, there couldn't have been a more perfect person. And um, I just told her I want to come visit some people. And um, she's like, cool, Joe could use a visitor. And so I went back to this Joe guy. Um, they walked me back to his room and he's a quadriplegic black guy that's laying in bed watching this 19 inch TV from all the way across the room. Oh God. And I felt obligated to tell him, listen, I'm not with no church. I'm not whatever. I just come up to hang out. And, uh, turns out I knew a lot of the same people he did. Um, I'd gotten in trouble with the law with his daughter. uh, (laughs) No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Holy crap, dude. I'll go into more of that off air. Okay. However, there was uh, there was so many connections, and I'm like, how weird is that? So I kind of adopted this Joe guy, and I'm like, he's a quadriplegic. And I'm like, what do you like to do? Like, what, what do you do? And he's like, I watch TV, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm like, this 19-inch TV. I'm like, you don't have a bigger TV? And he's like, nope. And he had a big room because he's so... Me and my family, we bought him like a 70-inch, the biggest TV we could fit on his wall. And then he said he liked Western movies, so we went and bought him a DVD player with a bunch of Western movies. And I just kind of started taking care of this this guy. And then it turned into another guy and then another lady. And then and I'm like, I, I'm not able to buy all this stuff for all these people that are lonely in nursing homes. So I, I just reached out to a bunch of my friends and put it on a network on my network, man, that I wanted to adopt everybody in this nursing home out. You know, we have churches and different organizations that adopt a highway and they spend their time and money doing other stuff. And I'm like, man, we got people in nursing homes that are, that are lonely. I mean, lonely, all they care, all they want is you just sit and talk to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I set it up with people. I'm like, if you could just buy them something on their birthday and the holidays and go and visit them at least once a week. Mm -hmm. I used to be the activities assistant up at Troy Manor yeah. out there. And um, yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking, you know? Everyone is just sitting all day long and like, it was very fun for me because I got joy from doing right. stuff with them, coloring or whatever they wanted to do. But yeah, I think that's a great idea. Just yeah, going up and visiting, brushing people's hair, you know, like. I didn't do That's it. all they want, well. Dude, that is, that is simply amazing. You yeah, it was. Simply it, an amazing person i'm telling you like from the externally you go simply made i feel like i had some of the greatest experiences doing that it wasn't like yes the byproduct is those people got company however for me like dude i was humbled around every corner man there's so many things i could talk about in that little situation it would just i'd end up sobbing like a baby on the show however there was one lady that wanted to give me a bracelet for my wife so I went to her room and I followed her all the way over to her room and she gives me this beaded bracelet and it's got some cool charms on it. And she had like 30 of them. She's like, pick out whatever you think your wife would want. So I pick one out and I'm like, Where, what do you do these? Now I know that they get like 12 bucks a month. If they have social security, they get like 12 bucks to buy their, the, the, the nursing home takes all of it. And then they have very limited to buy whatever they want. And so I'm like, does somebody bring you these beads? She's like, no, I buy them. And I go, do you like sell them? And she's like, no, I give them away. So here's this lady that's using what little money she has, buying them, and then going to give my wife and give them away to other people. So I'm like, 
are you familiar with Facebook? And she's like, I've heard of it. And I go, all right, I have a Facebook and I have a lot of followers. Can I do a live video with you? And I'm like, we'll start selling these bracelets. And if you sell some of these bracelets, then you can make more bracelets and you can possibly mm -hmm. help a couple other people in here that need money to make bracelets. I'm an entrepreneur always at heart. And awesome. she's like, okay. So I do this live video and I have her introduce herself and I'm talking. And then this lady, um, so I tell them these bracelets are going to be $10. These are going to be $5. And all these people on my Facebook live are like, I'll take one. I'll take one. And I'm like, we've just raised 150 bucks already. And she's in tears. And then she looks at the camera and she's like, all the money that I make off these bracelets, I'm going to donate to American Cancer Society. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. And I couldn't even speak, man. I couldn't. I, I just I, need to like take my headphones off and walk out of the room. I just feel <laughs> I was bawling, dude. I was bawling on the live video. I'm like, here, this lady, I've done everything I can to help her make some more money. And her only thought, she's in a nursing home with cancer dying. Her only thought is, I'm going to take all this money and give it to somebody else. Wow. It was humbling. It's like, definitely put me in check. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm done now. Uh, we can tell. We can. We can tell some dirty jokes. If you want That's wild. That. Is there like, anything else you want to that you want to bring up or any any? Uh, uh, do you have any cool stuff coming up like that you want to talk about? I got an art show. This yeah. Um, cycle showcase. There's a guy named Randy who puts on cycle showcase, which is a motorcycle show in St. Louis area. I don't think people even realize how awesome that is. He's got one coming up in February, um, and he does it every year and. He's an incredible bike builder himself. He's, you know, Randy. He's the audio guy at Pageant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, Randy, super nice guy. Um, and he is putting on a cycle showcase at Lake of the Ozarks, first one this year, and asked me to be the featured artist. So normally he has, like, motorcycles and then um, art. And so I'm the featured artist at this art show. Very cool. Which is awesome. Motorcycles and music are my passion. And um, so I get to, that's going to be huge. That's, Have you um, ever like done art on like your gas tanks? Because you ride motorcycles. Yeah. Have you done art on like your gas tanks and stuff? No, I You hate, should start doing that. I hate airbrushing. <laughs> I absolutely hate airbrushing. Like I've, it, I hate it. So Nope, there's all kinds of people out there that do it. Um, I'm just not. Why do you have to airbrush it? You can't use an actual brush? I don't know anything about it. I'm very ignorant no. to the subject. I don't know. Um, Randy would be a good guy to bring on the podcast for sure. No, but, it is. But yeah. that's amazing, dude. Congrats. Well, that's Thanks, cool. I'm February, Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. The what, what's the date for that? 14th, do you know? 14th through oh, the 17th. Valentine's. That's this next week. Yeah. This next week. <laughs> is that Valentine's? That is Valentine's, isn't it? February 14th, yeah. Oh, wait, not February. No, the, no, it's September. Oh, yeah. Oh, you said February. Well, February is a cycle showcase in St. Louis. Okay, so your know. art show is this coming weekend. Yeah. Okay. The 14th or 17th, Lake of the Ozarks. It's uh, called the Resort. The Resort. The Resort. Okay. The Resort. The Resort. Yeah. And, yeah. If you don't want to go to the scary uh, hot air balloon show, <laughs> go to Dave's art show. <laughs> yes. Way cooler. <laughs> and if you've never been to a motorcycle event, I don't think. Heavy metal concerts and motorcycle events, you run into the kindest people. Yep. And it doesn't make any sense. It yep. doesn't. It, and again, judging a book by its cover, mm -hmm. uh, the, some of the friendliest people I've met were, were motorcycle guys. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's you know? what I was raised around. That's like my whole family. Yeah. And it's like they will give you the shirt off of well, their back. I ran out of, out of gas on my motorcycle once. 
And I had a crotch rocket back in the day. Yeah. And I had a guy run and get me some gas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Don't ever judge a book by its cover. Paid sure. for the fucking free or the not the free the the gas can and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brandon got it. I was getting ready to walk, and he comes rolling back. Hey, man, sorry, saw you pulled over. I figured you're out of gas, and I was like, "No shit!" Wow, a guy on a Harley, a guy I wouldn't think would stop for a crotch rocket. I always thought there was that rivalry, right, dude? I completely amazed. And then you got Dave over here with his long beard and his tattoos, and he's going to nursing homes and painting old ladies' what? toenails. We are, you know, we are, <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> we are truly blessed. To have to know you, absolutely, one hundred percent is blessed to know you. Where can we find information about the 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 show this weekend? Um, is it on your Facebook or anything? Yeah, just my Facebook. Um, I'll tell you, I re- I really don't have. So this is the the um the resort hired Randy to do the cycle showcase. So they're running all the publicity for it, supposedly. So Randy hasn't done a whole lot. And then I've just put it out to my people on my social media. So okay, if you can get us a link or something to more information, we'll definitely. We'll, yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll put it out there. 100%. I appreciate you guys. Well, I'm you, so happy that you came in. It's so good to see you. It's been a while. It has been a long time. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do I say after that? <laughs> What do I say? Do better, that? Kara. Do better. I'm saying <laughs> I'm a trash human. Damn. No. Hey, listen. I do this. I do this for me. Like I really like. I'm not out there. Uh, I get all the rewards and the joy from doing it. So, as you should. You deserve everything that comes to you. It's that good soul I talked about earlier. You deserve all that good, good karma. Oh, appreciate <laughs> Shit. It. You're the man. I love you guys to death. You, Robbie, Jess, Tabitha, all you guys, Nicole. You guys are all awesome. Thank you. Just great people. And his parents. Have you met his parents? I've never met your parents. Oh my god. Oh my god. They want to adopt. <gasps> a, they they want to adopt a fifty two year old black man. They, they would. They, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you what. They would. That my. <laughs> here's what would happen if if he came to my house and I introduced my mom and dad later they'd be like what's your friend's name and I'm like which friend like the one you brought over here I'm like which time and they're like you know that one time he was wearing an orange shirt and I'm like. Which dude wearing an orange shirt? And they're like, you know, he wore a green hat and an orange shirt. And I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Never once would they even think to say the black guy. That's oh, no. Not, not once. So Never. They would not even think to say it. <laughs> Never. It's just not even. Oh, my God. Like, they're so sweet. My dad is, everybody calls him happy. And he is just living his best life, man. I got to meet him. At 79. I got to meet him. Dude, I'm oh. telling you. You'll meet him at the block party, I'm sure. Yeah. He's up at the shop at least three times, four times a week. Just stop in, tell, yep. tell a stupid joke. And then leave. And then hug everybody, tell him he loves them, and then he leaves. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming in, Dave. Thanks for having me. It was such a fun time. Can't wait to have you back. Awesome. Well, um, anytime. His art show's coming up this weekend, 14th through 17th at the Lake of the Ozarks. We'll post the link up on our socials. Uh, speaking of... Go ahead and follow us on the socials, Audio Inc. On Instagrams, on the Facebooks, on the YouTubes. Audio Inc. STL. Audio Inc. STL. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> you say tomato, I say fuck off, whatever. Wow. <laughs> we definitely need to have, uh, uh, you know, Dave back, you know, maybe sometime springtime, right before we can start talking about, like, 
The oh, uh, you'll be back. Yeah, Dave's welcome to come back whenever. Oh yeah, open invitation. You, you guys, guys are bringing we, Robbie and and Nicole and yeah, we got to talk some artwork for this thing, man. Dude, I was gonna mention that earlier. I would like you to do like a caricature or some sort of sketch of them, and we'll hang it in the studio. Or it'd be awesome. Yeah, what the, love that. What's that look love for? That. Not only that, I, I'm wanting to actually do like live art on the show. Yeah. So we'll have an art, you know, a tattoo artist or somebody in here actually doing art while we're doing a show, and at the end we'll reveal, and they can you know sell it or we'll promote them selling it or whatever. And I'm gonna draw the exact same thing you're drawing, but better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait till you see your face. Wait till you see my drawing. Actually, how about that? Okay. Well, um, uh, we do need sponsors, too. Uh, if you know anyone that wants to sponsor the show, Dave, okay. email us. Okay. Audioinkstl. At, what, what is it? Audio what am I saying? Am I having a stroke? Yeah, I think so. Audioinkstl at gmail.com is our email. We'll send you all the information on how to sponsor the show. But, I mean, we don't have many spots, and if you don't sponsor us, you're missing out. Because this is going to be one of the best podcasts in St. Louis, if not the best, only because Pookie's on it. Well, I was going to say because of Karen. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we in love? Uh, well. <laughs> in a, kiss in on the mouth? In a... Well, you, you said that. You didn't kiss Jeff when he left. <laughs> wow. I mean, we do have toothbrushes and stuff in the bathroom. I should I should have should have freshened up a little. <laughs> that We'll save that for next time. But that about wraps it up for today. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be here uh, every week. Listen to us. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to drop the show, right? Every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Every Wednesday, every Wednesday 6 at 6 p.m. So we will see you guys next week, and I will... Try not to be so awfully hungover. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Maybe. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. And this is Audio the Audio Inc. Inc. Podcast.